we'll get that. Uh, you look very flight. Do they I'm sell sure, out? I'm sure they. They fucking I, sold out of stickers. I don't know if they San sold Diego, out. I I'm, I wanted a San Diego sticker because I came to San Diego. Yes. Not well, well. I will have one made for did you. Did you um, Did you go over to their booth? Not, like, not yes. where they were selling all the shirts and everything. Yeah, Ashley took me there after I was complaining about it, but they don't have any San Diego. Man, that's pretty simple. Oh, they were all gone? Yeah. Yeah. I think I grabbed a few of the small round ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, I got, oh, it's in the bag, I think. I so I don't want to do too yeah. much, uh, too much echo talk on this little thing because we okay. don't do it for the uh, regular podcast. Got it. Yeah. But uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I got I you. Can, you want me to turn it up? I hear him very good, but I just oh, didn't hear you're, myself very good. You're in Amanda's spot, and she has to have it turned all the way down. So check, oh. check. So tell me when to stop. Do I need check, another check, one? Check, 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 okay, check. that's better. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not here right now. She's just loud. Okay. No, she has to have it turned all the way down because her, her hearing is so her, sensitive. Her ears are so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so small yeah. on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so... It reverberates. <laughs> All right, the opinions and views shared here on Ask the Rotor Turns are strictly the opinions of the host and do not reflect the professional capabilities of the Rescue Company One, Southeastern Medical Academy, and the amazing Dr. Benjamin Abel. In fact, they are just our opinions and they're not the professional opinions of the doctor. Please follow your local protocols. Don't veer from your local protocols unless our opinion is in your local protocols. You remember um, uh, we were driving, we were listening to to stuff like over-the-top person. Oh, yes. Versus, you know, straightforward and useful information. So, kind of that topic. Is there a, we're already recording, so you can start whenever you want. Oh, well, I can't start to point at me. Oh. Yeah. And we got to yell the kill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. So I do it now or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, whenever so, you want me so to start. Like, do right. I need a countdown? Because I'm not using music. So I need yeah, a yeah. countdown or? No, just, just okay. you just got to point. Oh, he's pointing. See. <laughs> I point. I point it, it, and as soon as you point, I'm in character. It's, okay. like, it's like in the movie Over the Top when uh, Sylvester Stallone turns his hat around oh, before he arm wrestles yeah. people. Like a switch. Fuck yeah. yeah. A switch. A switch is one off. Look at that hat. I got I got a couple oh, of those. Wow. Yeah, those are <laughs> that's a fancy hat. Yeah, it's a fancy. It's so fancy. You know, mm-hmm. Last year they gave us hats. I know, man. Hey, man. They, hey, times are changing. Come well, on. After after I bought mine, Ashley goes, "Did you guys get your hats?" And I'm like, "No. What do you mean? Oh, well, all the sponsors get hats. Oh, so we're getting ours tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah, Perfect. I love that, Ashley, man. She's awesome. I like it really the, is. You know, if." Different time. I was wrestler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's mighty skinny, though. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes you, you may want to let yeah. a skinny one through. I, I'm you know? with you. I'm with but, you. you know, most yeah. of the time, you know what a skinny girl can do for me. Nothing. Not a, not goddamn, a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. My wife is a sturdy girl. <laughs> my wife, my wife, she's a, she's a sturdy guy. <laughs> oh, that shit. Me and Corey did this cross-country trip here for Echo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sure did. Drove it. Corey, I didn't Dude. know you were coming. It, uh, it was kind of a last minute thing for you, wasn't it? Fucking cops. <laughs> you know, I hate cops. 
<clears throat> I was coming even more now. Yeah, you were just, <laughs> I, you know, just listen, not man. driving. Uh, right. Listen, it's it's something about that cop in particular and his brother too. You can't like, trust him. No, and you know, mm-hmm. it's just they were raised bad. You know, I worked with her dad. <laughs> you know, it, he was he gets overwhelmed pretty quickly. I think sometimes between family life and the job, he's he does have a very overwhelming job, believe it or not. And now he's probably got this is one of his biggest cases I think he's ever done. You know, some, some murder, human smuggling, yeah, murder oh, wow. case and shit. So I, I thought he did. I thought he did cars. Yes, but this is a stolen car that killed people. Ah. So he's involved in this, and this, and you know, it's a big deal. He thought he'd be done with it, but he gets overwhelmed quickly, and he fucking is horrible at communication. Which yeah. is, that's what his problem is. That's the that. worst part. But I still love him. I can't fire him. I know. You know, and uh, then that would make Justin number one cop. And, oh, and we can't do that. No, we can't. No, no, nah. no nope. fucking way that we can yeah. have him there. He's not allowed to be yeah. number one. I can't wait till he gets like arrested for embezzling money or something as a cop. <laughs> <laughs> like skimming. Do, do cops still do that? Do they still oh, skim? Oh, I'm sure. Someone, I mean, fuck, know? I would do it. <laughs> like, uh, so, I have this $3 million in cash I found in this yeah. vehicle. I mean, I yeah. have this $150,000 yeah, cash yeah, yeah, I found. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I do want to address, you know, how Corey got here, but we're not going to do that. Right off the bat, right now, gotcha. because because uh, don't want to spoil it for later. But Corey did drive; he wasn't scheduled to drive, <laughs> and showed up like a champ, man. I like do appreciate it. I do appreciate it, man. That's yep. for sure. Yeah. When um, I was told I was the lucky one, I said, "So I get to fly." <laughs> <laughs> and then she laughed at you and said, <laughs> "No, you get to go on a yeah. cross country trip." Yeah. And I said, "That doesn't sound so lucky." <laughs> so so you know. Again, let's not spoil it because I got a whole thing on it. I got a whole thing, a spiel for later. But we were driving cross country. We were listening to a bunch of podcasts from time to time. We turned yep. it on. And um, there is some smart motherfuckers in the world. Very smart. Especially in our industry. Really smart people. People that, man, can explain some shit. However, they're not good at relaying that information to the dumb people to to, to the, the regular like, county of lakes paramedic like me yes <laughs> <laughs> county of lakes paramedic allegedly you know there uh, the thing is is that there are a lot of people that don't listen to any additional training yeah so the ones that actually do they want to learn yeah so if you're but, talking but way i'm gonna that. i'm gonna tell you this one particular thing we're listening to and obviously we're not gonna fucking throw the man out of the bus and say anything crazy about him or anything like that but this one particular thing we were listening to, me and Corey had a hard time keeping following. Up. Well, you yeah, you you didn't say anything bad about him ever. Ever. You, no, you no, did, I love you. Actually, love the guy. said he's just a smart dude. Yeah, you actually said he's just too smart. He's yeah. he's teaching above a normal person's level. He's yeah. super smart. It, it, man, I was like, fuck, dude, I can't. Keep, Corey, and we kept pausing it and like <laughs> <laughs> talking about it. Yeah, is like, there a is there a certain like. Um, is there, would you, I guess, let's phrase it this way. You got paramedic students, intro paramedic students. Is there an instructor that can be too smart that a, 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 will create a, I guess, a deficit in the student, a detriment? Them being too smart is not good for every student. I agree with that, yeah. You know, certain instructors have that. <clears throat> it, it's a challenge for them to break that information down to a level that people can understand. Yeah. You know, and whether they do it 
unintentionally or sometimes intentionally yeah. to make themselves look smarter, yeah, it's not a benefit for the students. Yeah. You know, and you got these people listening, you know, to various podcasts, you want them to Trying. understand. Yes. You know, and, and you only have so much time to get their attention and give that information to them. And, and like, I think you lose an audience if you're just fucking too long, too long winded. I mean, we live in a generation of the TED Talk, man. Mm-hmm. The TED Talk is, you know, if you're more than 30 minutes on something, you, you lost everybody. And I do like that idea. I don't think I think that a lot of EMS conferences have tried it and have not done been successful at it because everybody that likes to talk at these conferences are long wind fucking people, man. Yeah, <laughs> long winded. They just love to hear themselves talk. And, and they go, "Here's a guy with a podcast talking about hearing people talk." Listen, <laughs> I was badgered into this podcast shenanigans, you know, like uh, by everybody. <laughs> You know, but everybody that does our type of company has one of these. You got to have one of these, or you yeah. or you don't, or you don't survive in the in the industry. You know, so. Yep. Um, but man, I think, but one of the biggest things that was bringing it up is that you've taught paramedic school in the coams world, which I've taught paramedic school, but I stopped teaching before the accreditation coams people and all that stuff. And now owning a school and getting into that world, I, I I think that the lead instructor of a medic class is overtasked. Would you agree with that? <clears throat> yes. Um, I think it's program dependent yeah. on how they have it set up. Yeah. Uh, but I've been that lead instructor before. And when you have the available resources that are there to help you, it's not so terrible. Um, but if there's a lack of assistance, yeah. right. And that lead instructor is basically there by themselves. hundred percent. Yeah. It, it's know, hard it, to keep it up. Is, it is a lot. It's hard to, to keep do. up on that shit. Oh yeah. You know, I was talking to the iSimulate guy today. They have their, their iSimulate program does this like PDF printout thing that you can do of you, you do a scenario. Uh, let's say that you have like a skin in the, hey, by the way, that Zold thing we were talking about the other day does that does exist the event yeah but right so so that event thing you hit the event or you're using a life pack 15 and you're hitting the event button like just working it like a regular code right um they gives you a printout at the end of mm-hmm. how the code went the events almost like a report right yep that report information can be inputted into your, your the PCR. PCR. yeah so like but i'm talking about for the student the students doing it using the i simulate machine Oh, okay. So they're hitting the monitor on that on that thing. That's putting out a report, just like if you know, like you were in, you were to import it into your actual PCR. Oh, yeah, that's, that's we, awesome. See, we we have an I simulate, and I didn't yeah. even know that myself. So this dude's telling me this, and I go, "Does that shit?" I said, "I told him, I said, does that import into FizDAP?" And uh, he goes, "I'll make some calls." I said, "If that does do that, I'm gonna leave here." And I'm going to buy that. All right. So I talked to him after you. Yeah. And he came back and talked to me, actually. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I want to hear what you want to say. Well, if he already told you about it. Well, then. I don't know. I don't know at what point. So he said that it was, um, he was showing me like there's some get arounds to, to make things do what you want. Yeah. But basically, once the, you can, they can pull from FizDAP to get the scenarios or to get all of the, whatever information yeah. that needs to be, you know, that you got to go through. Yeah. And then once the student completes it, it's yeah. a PDF. 
Yeah. And that PDF can be uploaded to Vizdat. Yes. Yeah. It's not automatic, but yeah. it can still be done. Yeah. So, the, but man, it wouldn't it be nice if all the clicks and all the things that that person like that was an intubation, that was this, that was that, all that shit goes into the program and you start, I mean, fuck every, most schools are using this shit. Right. And it's all these programs like, but the guy came back to me and said, this is one point does not talk to each other. Like the FizDAP and this iSimulate system does not talk to one another. Right. Like, why not? And it's all based on the fact that they won't open up a simple, like, code or something like that to use. Like, fuck, man. Like, you would sell some shit if you would do this. Because FizDAP is in every program. Yes. And it's FizDAP that won't open up the code yeah. for these people to do this. I'm like... Listen, motherfucker, like, this is going to get make it easier on us. Why not be, I mean, listen, we'll pay money for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Really, really <laughs> we would pay money for it. Mm -hmm. And now these iSimulate people, they have a good product. Uh, it's awesome. But, man, is it expensive? Yes. It's expensive. It, it, is. it gives you so many options, though. Like It does. If it, if it was something that they could give you like you could pay for modules yeah maybe you know there would be some savings there but like you have I mean, so many options different monitors the, the yeah. ventilators, ventilators and all that kind of yep. like there's so many yeah i mean i if it like he talked about a starter package and stuff somewhere around eight thousand dollars and i'm like you know man, that's a lot of money when you look at you know mm -hmm. uh, paying the instructors insurance you know, all the shit you got to pay for for a school, you know, and then like an $8,000 system that works off iPads. Like, yeah, I get it, man. But damn, <laughs> yep, that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot yeah. of money. But it, it is like the advantage to it, I've used them. You can generally do more on those things than you can with your actual monitor yeah absolutely you know yeah you're you're generally limited to your rhythm generators yeah and things and like that yeah. right so you've got all these extra features that can be utilized you know your capnography it's cpr waveform, cpr feedback CPR, all right? that shit. man it's a it's, real machine that you're using yeah, on the dummy it's yeah. really cool so yeah. they were so pissed that so the ice the guy was pretty funny he said that they were so pissed off about trying to Get with Laird all and all the other people that to you know let us let our machine talk to your machine, and they finally said fuck it. So they came out with their own uh, ventilator, yeah, own simulator. Oh, a simulator. Okay. So they have so now they have a mannequin that goes with it has an airway head and all that stuff, and oh. it's very low tech because they couldn't fucking get everybody else to get on board with them. So it's a low tech mannequin that does all their shit now. Wow. It's like. I'm going to tell you, man, like, now, if I was the aerial guy, I'd be coming up, hey, man, listen, I'm sorry. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, both of you guys, or all of you guys probably have used the very high-tech oh, yeah. simulators. Yeah. And doesn't and, do half the shit, this thing. Does. Well, and you don't you end up using it. No. You're like, okay, there's a body. There's yeah. a body there. Okay. And this is your blood pressure. It, and this is your, you it know It becomes what I'm saying? a very like, yeah. heavy... Like, uh, very heavy, very expensive. Paperweight? Yeah. Paperweight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A skill trainer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a skill trainer. It's not They're, a high-fidelity simulator or anything like that. It's a skill trainer, man. Yeah. Those those simulators are very challenging and difficult to use. Yeah. You know, and it takes an individual to be dedicated to those things. Yeah. 
you know, I, I worked at a program before we had one of those and I tried to learn how to use it. Yeah. No. It's too much to it, man. It's, it's yeah. way too much. So, so they actually have a, um, like, a simulation technician certification. Um, and it's funny as shit because it's like, I, I swear to you that when I worked with Felix at OMI, we were the first people to, like, like Felix, Felix did a lot of shit. And I love talking shit about him because he's awesome. He's awesome. So he did a lot of shit that, like, now is actual real things. Like, he created a, uh, uh, what was it? A simulation technician class, and he would give people certificates for this shit, and like created an accreditation. I'm like, how do you create your own accreditation? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and they did that shit. I was like, damn. it's the first. First, I'm like, this criminal. Have you ever heard of Magnet? Yes, <laughs> created accreditation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, let's go to the Magnet conference. Bill uh, for Braxton College, sponsor of the Rescue Company oh, one, nice. and that's right. And uh, as the road returns, it's our first paid sponsor, by the way, which is awesome. Nice. So we have a commercial that we did. You for, can get PBR. Uh, they are an actual uh, unofficial official sponsor, which we're actually going to be recording from in front of the PBR place next year in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know who from did, the parking lot? You yes. know who did get back to us though? The champagne and beers. Yeah, Miller Highlight. They were more than happy to sponsor they, us. They are the travel beer of the Rescue Company One, any place that they sell them in more than 32 ounces. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Yes. Uh, we have poured out some for the homies. So, yeah, man, it, it's so, like, I think of poor Joe. Poor Joe's overtaxed over there. Yeah. And he's you a great know, guy, it, and it, he it, is. It's too much. Too yeah. much for one paramedic instructor. Yeah. And one that still probably would use a rotary phone if he had one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, fuck, man. Like he, it, But it is a lot when you're yeah. the clinical guy, the, you the know, lab, lab guy, dude, the lead lecturing lecture, guy. Doing all the grades and assignments. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot. You're going to miss some shit. So, you know, he's pretty happy because he's getting a lot of help yeah. <laughs> now coming into it. Um, but, man, yeah, a lot's going on here at the conference and a lot of things. But going back to our original thing, we listened to a similar topic on on a, on a podcast. We fucking could not understand any of it. Yep. Then we listened to two learned doctors on a different podcast. Now, these... The funniest and, part is that the one podcast we're listening to is two medics, like very smart, experienced paramedic. And again, not taking anything away from them. Then we listen to a podcast that has two physicians, and the two physicians nearly ex- same topic, same fucking shit. Explain the shit <laughs> to a retard level. Yes, and I say that with all due respect. And uh, body, did we understand it? Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> light bulb. I was like, the medic that uses big, they use so many big words. Like, don't use that many big words. No. Yeah. <laughs> you read to us from the Urban Dictionary. You know what I mean? I mean, so we were listening now. So you, you came in late here. So uh, Doughboy, as everybody loves to call him on the podcast, uh, <laughs> from one of our favorite movies. That's true. Yes. What movie is that from there, Black Joe? Oh man! Yeah, Ricky, no, no, Ricky, no! <laughs> we were doing the punching. Come on, man! You don't know that? No. Inform the man there, Robbie. Boys in the hood. Boys in the hood, man. Oh wow! Let me tell you, Robbie is hood or Doughboy. Sorry, listen. I use his, <laughs> I call his name all the time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. 
Listen, he's very, very ghetto at times. And it's awesome. And his wife's a learned doctor. True. This is true. So, but man, so these two medics confused the fuck out of us on this podcast. Then we turned out, find the same like light topic on another podcast. And these two doctors explained it in language that we understood. Like even with crayons and everything. <laughs> on the stuff, which happened to be maybe the two people that Corey stole shit from their table today. As he went through there. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. We're going to talk about that later, though. Yes, we are going to bring that up later. But, man, I'm, and you know, those MCRIT docs are good, man. Like two physicians, they, they just have bought into this emergency language and just, I mean, phone frat. Sorry, phone frat. The MCRIT guys are really good, too. But the phone frat dudes, they're good. And they just know, like, they have this podcast shit down to a science and the education shit down to a science. They said their ultrasound class was badass today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just like, man, if people go, man, don't you have a company? Why are you giving these people this many stuff? I said, listen, man, I got you got to you got to get credit when it's due. Mm -hmm. Credit when it's due. And these dudes have it. And like we need to, you know, imitate, (laughs) you know, and, and basically make sure that we're reaching out to everybody. Um, the, and getting them to make you know the education understandable. If you lose them with big fucking words right off the bat, you're not. They're not gaining any. They're not recording anything. Yep. In their heads, you know, it's like, and we're educators, been in the field for a long time, and we were fucking lost. What does that tell you? Oh yeah. What does that tell you? Like, yeah, it's it's over majority of everyone's heads. Yeah, absolutely. Black Joe, he uses a lot of big words. I try. <laughs> so, but with that, um, with those that group, do they feel like they need to to talk at that level to, like, they're just essentially nerding out, or you know, because uh, whenever I listen to those, because yeah. that that's who I first started uh, getting whenever I get in, uh, into all of this and wanting to learn more and yeah. getting into critical care. Like they were the first people that really kind of sparked my interest mm-hmm. into this field. And, uh, and like you said, like they really go deep down into the, into the cellular level, which, you know, I loved, um, but I can definitely see how, you know, like they definitely go way above and over yeah, a, a lot of the times, and 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 if you if you have to Google that many words yeah, in the man, talk, you, you ain't lo- then you're no, like you're not learning anything. No, at that, no, at that you're point. not. You're, you're just enjoying the, the the speak, but you're not really picking it up. Yeah, and you know, listen, man, we we dive into some deep depths and pathophysiology of different things, and we we do it, we do it in a manner that I think it's relevant to the call. It's going to be relevant to the topic that we're doing right then and there. But it, and sometimes we cut corners on some of these things because we highlight what's important. One of the uh, best things I think that biggest arguments with uh, Ryan that I ever had is that he's like, you know, he knew one thing about pathophysiology really well. He memorized all the different steps in, uh, in the Renin angiotensive cascade, like all of them. He knew all of them, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, but I don't hit every step when I explain that. I explain what you need to know. I explain the things that are going to be required for you to fucking remember to pass your boards. And then also the shit that you may need to remember at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
Like, those are the things that I explain now. Like, I may skip some steps. Yeah. To me, it's not that they're irrelevant. They're irrelevant to our topic right now. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. And that's the biggest. I mean, like, we are. This is the last time we drove to San Diego. Big argument. And I go, well, when you have your own company, you can teach every step of the renting. Right now, you can't teach. tell me how to fix hypotension in a hypovolemic shock patient. So, uh, it doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know, which is why he doesn't work here anymore. I think uh, those guys too. Speak a little bit more into those guys. They do it. They did a great job in the very beginning when they were much more basic, and then as you grow and grow and grow, you got to get a little bit deeper into the weeds, and that's kind of where those guys are now. And so, in order to have an education company, they feel that's the route they need to go. Yeah. To uh, get that material out there for people. Yeah. And so, like, if you listen to them three, four, five years ago, it's a lot more, I guess, basic, but much more understandable than some of the stuff that, that's getting put out now. Now, I'm gonna tell you that one of the the, and I think it's one of their latest podcasts. They put out a EMT pharmacology thing. It's like a free download. And fuck, man, like me and Corey were listening to it. We're like, God damn, I didn't know this much about O2. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, man, when you can talk about Epi at the EMT level, um, O2, it, some other things. You remember any of that stuff? Yeah, they talked about uh, Narcan. Narcan, yep. Uh, Albuterol. Yep. That's right. a good one. Yep. Um, glucose. Yep. Aspirin. Right, aspirin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they broke it down to some like just real like they there's places EMTs are responsible for giving these meds, and you need to know them like this. And I was like, man, that's fucking awesome. You know, one of the things people and the aspirin is the one that caught my attention because a lot of times I'm teaching class and I say this about aspirin and people are like, fuck. But just the reason why we use chewable aspirin versus uh, not, uh, they recommend that you don't use coated aspirin. Hold on yep. one second, because Trish doesn't know we're recording, and we're recording right now. Recording! Well, even if she knew we were recording. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's just the fact that you may not absorb it in the time you need. Because if you had a big meal or something in there, it may not break down that coating and that aspirin. It may take too long. Um, but And then the other thing that they brought up was asthmatic patients. If you use aspirin with asthma patients, you can complicate, you can induce an asthma attack. And a lot of people don't know that. It always says, and you, hmm. when you read it, in the paramedic book, it says use aspirin with caution. You know, so like they, all those little details, but just real important, five to ten little details about it. And then that's it. They moved on. And I said, man, what a great uh, thing to use for that. So I guess we should probably cut this one short because, you know, shaky, 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 cup. Bang, yeah. Another thing. Bang, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, just a little quick topic here, a little teaser for the next podcast that we're going to start here in a few. Bye.